Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Do you really have to respond to every false accusation that you receive from a co-parent? Today's episode is about the legal implications of whether you respond or not, and we're going to be covering some guidelines, general guidelines, to help you decide whether you should. Hello, Mum. Hello, Laura. (laughs) So today is all about the slinging matches. One of our members wrote in and said, do we have to, do we have to respond to every or engage in every slinging match? And today we're going to talk about, Mm. do they? Yes. Um, But before we do, uh, once a month, we choose a wonderful reviewer. I love this bit. It's your favorite part. (laughs) We've gone, we've sat down and read through all the reviews and mum's had a lovely time listening to them. She's really happy with what people have written. Today's review we've chosen. This person gets a free consult with mum. All you have to do is email us at the divorce course podcast at gmail.com and we will arrange that for yes. you. So this is Stone488. This is your review and I'd love everyone to hear it. And mum, you absolutely love it. <laughs> the best podcast for a DIY divorce. I recently found this podcast and I have binge listened to almost all the episodes. There's 90 something (laughs) over the last few weeks. The information is presented so clearly and on a level that I can understand. I will forever be grateful that I found this podcast to help me through the most stressful time of my life. The four personality types have been a massive eye opener for me and listening to you both describe the amicable in sheep's clothing has made me very aware of the little things that are happening around me that have made me realize things might not be as amicable as I originally thought. Mm. Thank you for everything you both do and helping so many people get through this difficult time oh. in their lives. I look forward to each and every new episode. Thank oh. you, Stone488. We absolutely <laughs> love that. That's lovely. Thank you. We also got some other lovely ones as well, and we thank you to everybody who's written in. But Stone488, you are the one. Get to have a chat with mum. And if you are listening today and you really love our podcast, with any reviews that we get helps reach out to other people. So if you mm. felt lost and now feel so much more empowered and and less overwhelmed give that gift to somebody else and all you have to do is just write a review and we would love thank you to, yeah. we love reading them <laughs> so thank you all right so back on with the job so mum so many people write in about this question and get caught up in the arguments oh they've said this about me why do I have to respond or do I just ignore because in the world of narcissists etc there mm. is this thing called grey rocking yes where they say the best way to stop a narcissist from continuing in your life is to grey rock them, which basically means become a little grey rock and ignore everything yeah. they say. Don't let anything bother you. But the problem with that is when you're going through divorce and potential going to court, if you you feel like, well, I have to correct the record, I have to these false accusations, I have to address them because what happens if that goes to court? So this is where everyone's going to be leaning in going, That's yeah, mum, what do we do? Yes, what mum, do we do? what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Because everyone calls you mum. Yes. So do you have to respond to every false accusation? Sometimes you have to respond and sometimes you don't. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it, I guess. Um, if, it's, if it's something that if you didn't deny it, Mm. they might use against you in court if you haven't got court orders. Yes. You really do need to respond and say, no, no matter how silly it is, you okay. need to say, 
no, that didn't happen. Otherwise, in you know, if you end up in trial a year's time or something or less, uh, they will be able to say, you know, Your Honour, this was put to the the mother or the other mm. person, and they never responded. They did not deny it. Right. So you do have to, for the record, deny these things. So the things that could be used in court as evidence, you could listen to the teller to the judge stuff. Mm. So if they're accusing you of being 10 minutes late or if they're accusing mm. you of, like, little things that don't matter, then you don't need to respond? No, I don't think so. But, if, but you'll have to use your own judgment. Yes. Yeah. But if they're accusing you of major things that yes. are horrible like leaving a child alone or something or yeah yeah you, or you need hurting to them or yeah, you need to respond immediately or and say i didn't do that okay. that's not what happened okay yeah so really a good idea would be to look at the family law act yep and, and whatever would fit to, in. To, to any of these accusations that goes to the family yeah, law act and stuff that really goes to the welfare of the child mm. you know mm. so um if, if you've taken them to the dentist um, and you're 10 minutes, 20 minutes late getting there or something, or they're late for school one day, that's not a big problem. But if yeah. you'd have to address it if there was a if the person was out of school for a long time. If you kept the children home for a week or so, yeah. you have to address that and what explain. If, what if they're late for school every day or yes. like if it builds up, then, yes, you'd probably need to You'd read. need to have a little look at yourself. Yes, too. true. <laughs> probably, true. If you've got an unavoidable reason, you need to let the other side know. So what you've got to do is kind of... If they think they've got something, mm. you need to don't let them think they've got something. You need to respond to it so they go, oh, okay. So I guess you think of it like a firefighter. You're hosing down these little yes. flames that they're setting up. Otherwise, and look, I'm sure there's a lot of co-parents that don't, mm. but there but there seems to be some some co-parents from our members and listeners that are that are setting up little traps all the time. Little yeah. traps. Here's another trap for Here's you. A, yeah. Here's another trap. Or the high conflict people. Not the manipulative ones, but the high conflict is like, oh, I can argue with them about this. Yes. I can have a go at them for being five minutes yes. late. So you're the firefighter as mm. the other co-parent, the sensible mm-hmm. co-parent, hopefully. And you're going to go, all right, I'm going to put the flames on. I'm going to water this one down. Because it's important. And it could get bigger. Yes. Or... I'm just going to smother it with a blanket because I don't need to respond at all. And if I don't give it any oxygen, it won't continue. It won't continue. Or um, if, if you're still to go to court yet and you haven't got orders yet, you might say, these are ridiculous and lame. Yes. However, if I don't deny them, mm. uh, then, you know, I... I'm setting myself up for an accusation. Okay. So you at least so sometimes it's because the court thinks you should put the other person's mind at rest. Right. If they if they're legitimately if they're worried. worried about a child. Okay. Yeah. So but, so unfortunately with manipulative controlling they could just pretend they're worried. Yes. But, so I think what you've got to maybe do though, Mum, and can you explain how our listeners should do this? If they're the firefighter and they're putting out twenty fires a day, mm-hmm. that's a lot of fires and you're gonna be exhausted. You won't have any time to do anything else so can you wait for it to get joined together and respond <laughs> i love your analogies how about we do it this way let's not set you everything put out, you put out the big fires like yeah. you put out if you can see that something has the potential um to be a problem for you later on deal with it yeah in accordance with your assessment of how urgent it is if it's about something happening this weekend yeah answer straight away if it's about something in general you could probably wait a week or so right if it's little niggledy bum things they probably don't even niggledy bum they probably don't even need their own email on each point don't don't get 
beaten up by everyone and saying and going to that detail where mm. they're just nitpicking. It's really nitpicking. Yes. And you've got to be careful because if you ultimately end up in court with this, um, if they accuse you of something and you write back and respond to each one, what the court will do is see equal-sized correspondence from each of you on – in unimportant points and, equal and they will what do blame. they say they'll attribute equal they, blame yeah these parents there's no they, these parents the judge will say there's um, you know there's no credit to either of you they, this correspondence does not do you credit so what you're doing is trying to condense it enough to protect yourself by by putting a response in on at the time because you you don't want them going to court and saying i wrote and told said this and she's never denied it Yes. Or he's never objected. Okay, yet. so, so that is a, a legal implication. It is a legal implication. Yeah, general advice only. But mm. if you if if they accuse you of something and you don't say I didn't do that, that's ridiculous, or I didn't do mm. that. Here's the correct facts. They could say in court she didn't she res- didn't respond. Or he or, didn't respond. Which, he didn't deny it. Yeah, she yeah. didn't deny. It. Okay, so so and and another thing, like you're saying, is instead of it just looking. Like a parent looking at kids arguing. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and their eyes well, glazing go, it's over. It's the pair of you go to your rooms. Yes. If they <laughs> can just see does. it's one person that's nitpicking, 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 and the other person, hopefully our listeners, just going, you know what, here's a short response uh, that summarises everything that you've accused me yes. of in the last two weeks. Yep. That wasn't urgent. Yeah. Um, and then so that if a judge did look at it, then mm. they would see, oh, my goodness, this person's just constant. Yes, and the on each point. So you were saying that you could collate yep. your responses if yep. it's not urgent and and basically just, just yep. get rid of all the drama so, there. Yep, so what you do is you, you'd you be writing back and say, and you could even attach their email or whatever it is that gave you, the, if it's in a parenting app, respond in that thread and just say, look, I've read all these letters and if it's been a lot, just say, I've read the 12 emails you've sent me since last Friday or whatever, mm. just like a quantify little bit it. of sarcastic, yeah, yeah. quantify um, and it seems to me your main complaints are one, two, three, and and kind of one might be um, being late, your late type being late, or one might be um, you're uh, worried about the school uniforms or the toothbrushes or something, you know, just mm. sort of, or you're worried of, I don't know, whatever, a niggly other little thing. I yeah. didn't tell you about stuff at school. Um, and that might be, there might be 15 emails or things about just really those three topics. Mm. So then you just answer, you number them, which takes the power away, I think. Yeah. And then you respond with the number one, and then you put, you know, the, your answer. You put the question, and then you respond to that. And I think um, in general, you say at the bottom, mm. you, you, so you answer them generally, like, you know, oh, uh, she's been late this week because we've had to do this. Yeah, you know, or I've cancelled that dental appointment because of this, um, and then at the bottom, just say, "Look, I haven't, I haven't responded in detail to all your emails, um, and but um, I will do if if they become relevant, if the accusations you've made ever become relevant." So that's take the- out ever because that does sound sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the co-parenting hack yeah. of the year. <laughs> so you were telling me before that some a, a judge told you guys yeah. to do this. Yeah. So can you talk everybody through exactly what they should do in that regard? <laughs> and this is general advice only, judge. but how it saves their butt for legal yes. implications later. Yes. If that, and I know a lot of our listeners are just so worried. Oh, but if I don't respond, what if that mm. gets brought up in court? And mm. so it's like this battle in their heads. Yeah. And I yep. think a lot of them maybe 
it, you don't know what's more important and what's not no. because you just think everything is. Yes. Because you're just worried. And you don't know in the future if something might turn so, out to be important. So what's this this co-parenting life court hack <laughs> that people can use it's, it's that to, to alleviate their To worry. alleviate that. And that that is really, like I was saying, to say at, the, say at the bottom, look, I haven't addressed in detail all of the complaints that you've raised. Mm. Um, however, I reserve the right to do so if they become relevant. Right. Okay. And then that way you're not saying, you're not ignoring it so they no. can say in court, oh, oh, they didn't respond so they must have because meant Because you will have done a little denial of some of the things. Yes. Yeah. But if but if later it does come relevant, then you're like, well, see, I, I said I'd respond and now, yeah. I, now, and I, now I am. This is what I would have said. Yes. And, and you've got to be careful because I, I feel for people who are worried about putting a foot wrong and yes. if you've got a confident person just nagging you 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 must be walking around at in um real distress waiting for the phone to ding mm. and another accusing message mm. and if you've come from a relationship where you were being dominated and co- or controlled and you felt like you were in the wrong you you immediately slip back into that headspace mm. and and it's it's just terrible. Yeah. So hopefully this will help. So you, you you deal with the urgent ones. I don't think it's the um, serious ones you were. It's not whether it's serious or not. It's whether it's urgent and serious. Mm. You answer that straight away. The other stuff, you can't really tell what's going to be important until later on as the case proceeds. Mm. But you can lump their concerns and send one email every fortnight. Just and cover your butt. Yeah, cover your butt. Really, CYA, they say, cover your Bottom. Oh really? <laughs> and 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 that way, the other person is not sort of taking up too much brain space, and they're not controlling you in the day. You could spend yeah. all day answering all these silly things. And I so think, like we're talking, it. when it comes to manipulative and controlling, that's probably their aim mm. to continue to control Be you in, through accusations because they go well if i throw this at it or him he's gonna have to respond yeah and that way i'm communicating and in the narcissist world there's this gray rock theory Mm. where you're meant to just not respond at all but you can't do that but you can't do that so so there's yellow rock um (laughs) which some people have started talking about which is where you have to respond to some things but you don't respond yes it's more broad and stuff that's not relevant yeah and don't give them any pleasure out of it yes yeah so So i guess that's one thing the way to not give a manipulative controlling person pleasure is to take out the emotion yes so because that's that's what i like to number it yeah. That's why I like to put the numbers, particularly if you've got a lot of niggly little messages about the drink bottle or the shoes or something, mm. when you number them in a list and put one of them is drink bottle, yeah. number two is shoes, yeah, it, looks, it ridiculous. looks ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And look, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are some genuine reasons why co-parents might write and say, mm. hey, could you maybe brush so-and-so's hair every sec, like at least so they don't come back with a giant knot? I get it. That is helpful. That's okay. But yeah. but I guess if if people are just doing it because they want to fight with you, so yes. in high conflict, yeah. if you're 10 minutes late, they're going to go, great, she's 10 minutes late, or great, he's 10 minutes late. I can now complain and yes. fight about it. Yes. But in that instance, go listen to our Tell It to the Judge episode mm. Being 10 minutes late isn't a big deal. You're no. not going to get put in jail. You're not going to be yeah. contravened for 10 minutes late, as long as it's, an, it's for reasonable reasons. And, and you might find, if you look at it, that it's almost a continuation of the arguments you had as you were breaking up. 
Yes. Um, and so you don't want that to continue. No. And, of course, when it goes to court, if it does, and uh, the other person attaches all these emails of, of harassment and of what, all the complaints, your response that we just sort of decided there is quite reasonable and sensible mm. and covers your bottom. Yes. If you need to then later on go back and, and give more detail. But it, but it also stops the court dealing with you like... As parents, we deal with kids when I yeah. dealt with you guys when you were fighting. Yeah. It was like both of you go to your rooms. Both of you are naughty. Both yeah. of you go to your rooms. Or a teacher in a classroom where they're like, come on, you're all in trouble. When yes. there might be one kid that's just a really good kid. Yes. So if you, yeah, I guess if they presented an affidavit, look at all these constant complaints mm. and false accusations. Here's my very level-headed, brief without emotion responses they'll yeah. see who the troublemaker is that's but you, right. you don't want to fall into the trap of becoming the troublemaker or looking like you're part of the fight it, they, they can be forgiven for it but yeah it's often the judges just like us as parents yeah we'll like, go, oh, come on that this is no credit to either parent yes. this is you know this is not the behavior we consider should be appropriate so i guess one of the questions you need to ask yourself mum maybe when they are going they read the email or the message mm. they ask themselves do I need to respond to it? Mm. Will it have legal implications? Mm -hmm. And then am I responding because I want them to know that I'm a good parent or am I responding so that the court or anybody who mm. reads this in the future knows I'm a good parent? Because trying to change yes. their mind about you is never going to happen. Like if they are an, a nasty person or they hate your guts, yeah. you're not going to be able to talk them around to saying, actually, no, I'm a really good parent. You're never going to prove I it. I did. I didn't. I did. To them. I didn't. It's just not worth the, the convincing them of anything. Yeah. Okay? So you are in your head got to go, the only reason I'm even responding to this nonsense is so that I've got it on record that I didn't. Yeah? Yeah. They probably don't have... Um, if they're re if the niggledy type, I'm not saying you don't respond when you're genuinely co-parenting, message to message, and it's not harassment. Yeah, collective. yeah, sure. I think that sometimes you've got to think about your audience. If you write to them, um, like you said, there's no no way you're going to convince them. No, and you're going you're letting them set the agenda mm. for you for the day. If you spend every morning. Writing Checking. answers. Yes. Um, so that's why I'd like to keep it on a particular day. Yes. Um, yes. And then, and you can even let them know. Look, just to let you know, I'm only going to be answering all of these unless urgent. Unless it's urgent on, on Fridays. A Friday. Yeah. Or so a if it's really urgent, can you put it in the yeah. in the subject thing? Yeah. And then if they've put really urgent and they just talk about something nonsense, Socks. yeah, um, then that really reflects quite badly on them mm, and yeah. it's a betrayal. So I guess that, and, and you could follow in your head, okay, if I write the reason why I did this or the reason I made this decision, am I going to, are they going to write an email back saying, oh, thanks, I get it now, that makes lots of sense? Because <laughs> if they are, then do it. Yeah. But if they're going to write back and say, and continue the fight and tell you why mm. your reasoning of that was wrong, is there any point really... Well, you can answer once if it's a urgent yeah. um, and you can answer once a week if it's not that urgent. Mm. And remember, their urgent might not be your urgent. Yes. And you've got to be so careful that they don't set the whole narrative 
that you you're not speaking your truth mm. you know that you're so busy defending yourself that you're not actually um doing the COVID, the uh communication that needs to be done for your child yes and when you've got someone like that um you're invited to our free webinar whether you're stuck at the beginning of deciding to divorce or you're struggling to find your way through the legal jargon and fear of the unknown of the legal process we are here to empower you to take control Join us to learn what steps you can take, followed by a live Q&A where you get Lynn, my amazing mum, and family law accredited specialist to answer your questions. All you have to do is go to www.thedivorcecourse.com.au and click on Reserve My Seat. Register now for our free webinar to help you make the best decision for your future. We'll see you there. Hurry, spaces are limited, so don't miss out. Yes, Register and when you've got today. someone like that... Um, one of the ways to get a straight answer from someone um, is to just ask one question in each yeah. inquiry. And you make sure when anyone does the hard numbers, mm-hmm. um, and it's always very edifying to count up how many messages you've had over a period of time, yes. how many of them were about one little issue, mm-hmm. and then you come out like the shining, sensible, reasonable person. Now, when it comes to the legal side of things, mm-hmm. Mum, uh, with co-parenting, mm-hmm. so if you are being shown in court as as an unreasonable co-parent, what are the legal implications of that? Well, the judge can form a view that you can't co-parent with the other person. And if they decide to give parenting to one person, the full responsibility, which is a major thing and hardly ever happens. Which doesn't mean kids only live with that other parent. It means just that one parent's in charge of decisions. Yes. Uh, Then... Um, you, 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 you could lose that. You could lose your... Yeah, you could. If you're the person niggling, you okay. could lose the right to have input into parenting decisions. Mm. It has to be extreme. Yeah. Um, so what you want to do is, like you said, you appear reasonable, yes. sensible, and never to be the one that's... Anything. But don't let that stop you raising legitimate concerns. Of course. But then again, if you keep the emotion out of it... Yeah. There's less likely to be slinging matches from your side. Remember our compass. Keep it short. Keep it uh, polite, uh, exact. So what are we going? North, nice, E exact, S, short. Short. And W without emotion. Without emotion. So use our communication compass for that every time. And I think that... You know yourself, if you've opened a message from another person and it's a long, long text message, you know you're in for it. Yeah. No one ever does it for no. a simple question or to tell you how lovely you are. No. <laughs> no. Well. Not in my experience. <laughs> no. So when it comes to avoidant though, Mum, I guess mm. in the slinging matches it's not as much as a responding to false accusations. But if you've got a, a an avoidant mm. co-parent and you're asking them, hey, we need to make this mm. decision can you can you give you've me got an to answer? Have, you've got to have um, an alternative. You've got to have an or else. Okay. And so what you do is you kind of probably how you've managed them through the relationship. So you write to her and say, look, um, these are the steps I thought I might, or these are the steps I thought I might take because we've, our daughter needs um, help in her swimming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't hear from you in a week, I'll assume you're okay with that and we'll proceed. Right. And that way you're still kind of consulting. Mm. Um, but and and if and as 
that way if they don't respond you're not writing to them again going come on you haven't said anything Mm. what you're doing is being child focused the child needs these things if he doesn't or she doesn't respond you presume they're not upset with it Mm -hmm. and you move on and that's general advice only Mm. you wouldn't be doing that for major decisions oh you're not going to move them to another country no or change schools (laughs) or surgery so it's it's just kind of decisions that have to be made as co-parents okay um, you would do that. Do you find sometimes that manipulative controlling can be just like in your face, in your face, in your face, like we've heard, like the slinging mm. matches, but then we've got members that say they do that and then they swap to, they don't, if they don't want to discuss a topic or if they don't want to get involved, they just go quiet and they become the avoidant. Yep. Um, same same strategy? Same strategy. Okay. Always, we, it's what um, in the old days we used to call a guillotine order, uh, mm. you know, that is – it's if you don't do this, then this will be the decision. Okay. If you don't do that, then that will be the decision. So and then the court's entitled to assume that if they didn't respond, as long as they've received it yeah, um, and they didn't respond, that they knew what was going to happen and they didn't have a problem with it. Mm. Can I ask you then, uh, how's the best way to shut down an argument so it doesn't go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. Mm. They accuse you of something. You respond because you have to. Mm. So you cover your mm. butt. You say in there, I, I will present more information if, 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 it, becomes if it becomes relevant. What if they write back and complain and, and continue yeah. to say stuff? I think you need to be very sure. And argument. I've responded above um, and I won't be responding on this issue again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you basically your aim is to shut, shut them down, down. Mm. shut them down, water them off, <laughs> fire mm. them, like be mm. the firefighter and water them out. And of course, think about again: why are they sending it to you? Yes. Are they doing it to fight with you? Are they doing it because they want your attention? Make sure or, or evidence gathering. or evidence gathering, and make sure that you're not giving them what they want. Mm. And and if they are doing it just to get your attention, then you need to choose a day once a week. And just do it then, and then respond short or in a in a group if mm. it's if it's not urgent or super important. It's it's so it becomes a Friday problem or whatever yeah. day you've decided to deal with yeah, it, which is better for your psychological health. Yeah, as factor well. it in. You know, we've, I've started using a planner now, so I'm an advocate advocate of planning. Yes, um, you're very organised, mother. <laughs> not really. I would, um, but I'd schedule off some time and put it in there. Um, you know, after you've cleaned the bathroom, yeah. then do this. Then Before. It's just a crappy job. <laughs> so yeah. Do the toilet, yeah. read yeah. the accusations. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, and then it's the just one jobs. of your other jobs. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. will stop you being too emotionally worried about it. Yes. You don't have to think about it every day. Oh, I really should answer that email. No, I've got that factored in to mm. do on Friday. And, um, and then when Friday comes, it's been a bit of clear air since you got the message. Well, perhaps it's also a good idea to think about when are the kids going back? To, yes. to mum or dads. Be careful with that. And, yeah. and should you read the messages before they go? Like, yes. is there any information you need to provide them? You know, little mm. little Johnny's been sick this week. He's on this medication. You Make probably sure you... will have a quick look at them as they come in yeah. to see if they're urgent. But or that's not. usually the, the time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just before you do hand over to update them on yeah. anything that, that you're meant to be doing as a co-parent. Yes, that's important. Um, do that. <laughs> Yes. I think is but important. The, but maybe Friday's a bad example then if children are changing overs on Friday. But yeah. but you really do need to, um, once you've decided you're not going to answer it urgently, mm. um, you can put it in that box. But I, I'd suggest you skim your eye over all of them because it could be any 
sort of uh, traps in there. Now, there was one other tip I think that you've mentioned in a previous podcast, and we've done documentation, mm. and I think this is important and relevant here. If there's members out there and listeners out there who are like, oh, I really just want to clear it, prove it, show it, say, no, mm. this is definitely for, without a brief explanation, but a really big long, mm. this is what happened, this is when, this is, you can do that but not send it to That's them. right. I wouldn't send it yet. So you can do the detailed thing, you'll feel better. In your journal. And, and Yep, and you'll have it there, even if you're doing a Word document or whatever. But if you, don't you need have to, it later. You don't have to send it to them because you don't want to give them. More. The more lines you write, the more lines they can argue, can argue over and, and completely do your head in. Yeah. yeah. So maybe if you're really struggling with that internal, oh, my goodness, what if, what if they say that in court mm. or what if they say that, I don't want to get in trouble. So write down your detailed backup mm. evidence, mm. you know, really ironclad proof mm. that you you didn't do it. But then in the response, it's a short brief. It's a denial. If no it, emotion. If you didn't do it, yeah, keep yeah. it short and don't give them anything to be going on with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a hard, it is hard. It's a hard And I, my heart goes out to everybody who, you know, you mm. you can't, like you, you watch these TikToks that we've got some friends that uh, do TikToks that are narcissists, this, and, and it's grey rock is the answer, just don't respond, don't wrestle with pigs, they like the mud, all mm. of that. But unfortunately with the co-parenting situation, you kind of have to get in there a little bit if you are in that situation because you need to, say no that's not true that's right if you're in any court situation really but but once you've got orders yes. ironclad final orders does that change anything if it as hope it could for our do. listeners uh, yeah so if you've got final orders mm -hmm. um and it says de delineates who's responsible for what sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, then you can perhaps just cut and paste that section of the order that says no i'm responsible for mm. schools mm. you know or um or you can cut and paste something from previous posts that, that you've sent them about the universe. As I said on this date, that. Right. Um, because. Or oh, the classic work email where you write, I refer to my previous email. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes okay. That, that's that one. Yeah. And yes, so you can be a little bit more curt, mm. a little bit more short with it. Yes. And, and, um, and, but don't be too smart alecky no. because it may end up in court all the same. Yeah. But maybe some people rem need remindering of the boundaries. Or you might say to them, as we both have parental responsibility and mm -hmm. as you have been taking them to the um, Gold Coast mm -hmm. on the weekend, I also have the right to take them to the Gold Coast on the weekend or to somewhere else on the weekend and just sort of remind them so that if they go to show that correspondence to a court ever, it's got that accusation to them. But, again, keeping it quiet, keeping it concise, mm. just reminding them that you've got the orders. And sometimes you might not have to answer at all. Okay. So those ones that urgent, yes, you still answer. Those ones that are just annoying, Mm. Um, save them, save them all up. Maybe you can wait two or three weeks before you respond. Yeah. And then just... As long as it doesn't interfere with the co-parenting. Yes. But I think it's the slinging matches you've got to stop. You've got to stop it and, and, and really be aware that the judges 
um, are just like parents in some ways and they're, they're getting sick of it. They've been out, you know, listening they're to this day in, day out. And, like, some judges have been in court for how long? Oh, like, it must decades? Be, be terrible, I think. Imagine going to do that every day every of your life. Every day. And, and so but he said they and do, she said yeah, and, and they just see it as, so their focus, the court's focus is the children. Mm. You keep your focus on the children. If it yeah. affects their welfare, you need to Respond, deal. Yeah. yeah. If it's about your boyfriend going on a date, who cares? Don't yeah. respond. Yeah, that's right. If it's about what colour the shoes are, is that really Don't relevant respond. in court? Doesn't respond. Yeah, so that's what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah, you have end. to use your own judgment about yeah. what stage you're at, yeah. what sort of personality you're dealing with. And what their purpose is. Yes, and, and how upset it is making you or is it not making you upset yeah for your mental health do you need to keep it in a container and deal with it on another day yeah or does your mental health require you to like laura said do a journal entry and a rebuttal on the same day but be careful because you will find them not only dictating the kind of the the um discussion the shape of the discussion Mm. um and perhaps detracting from the stuff they've done wrong um but also they may end up controlling your days because if you drop everything when you hear that ding and go and respond Mm. and if you're upset if it reflects on the children it's just bad for everybody Mm. um so mental health wise and harmony in the family you're entitled to get on with your life yes you're not you don't have to be linked to this person forever. Mm. The only thread holding you together is the care of the children and that's the only issue that you should address Mm -hmm. and remembering that most people have the day-to-day care of the children when they're in their care and the big life decisions are really big life decisions. Mm. So, you know, you can spoil a person by giving them too much information all of the time and they expect it, so... So, yeah, Yeah, it's just, you just have to work it out to your own situation. I'm sorry this is general advice only, but you'll know what's the right thing to do for your kids and what the risk is if you don't. Yeah. And consider your mental health. What's going to make you feel better? Mm. Okay. Mm. And and what can you do to make yourself feel better that doesn't involve fanning the flames or giving Mm. more information that's going to cause more drama? You could do yourself a little checklist. Sort yeah. Of when it comes in, be like business-like. Yes. You know, a little flow chart. Is it? Is this that Eisenhower chart where it's urgent, um, but not urgent, important, urgent, urgent important, not important, urgent, not important. Yep. And work out which category it's in. Can and then maybe if it's email, you'll have a category mm. and you'll put it in category one or category two, whatever you want to set up. <clears throat> but you're not. When you hear the ding, you're not. Oh my God! What have I got to do now? It's like. Oh, yes, well, I know I'll sort that and I'll, I'll either answer with it quickly or I, you can even say no and I'll let I'll tell you more on Friday. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't do that, but I'll, I'll say I'll more let you Friday. know. I'll, I'll yeah. give you more details on Friday. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And yeah. just that way you can flow through your day without being derailed. Yeah. Get some counselling. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Mum. And thank you, everyone, who does our reviews. If you're interested in any of our checklists, go to www.thedivorcecourse.com and check it out and we will see you guys next week bye bye doll bye 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 everyone if you found this podcast helpful we'd love it if you could rate review and subscribe by doing so you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation and remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording